Hi. Welcome Hi. back. <laughs> um, welcome back to our podcast uh, where we discuss true crime and Bravo BS. It's yes. Alex and I'm Kaisa. Hi, everyone. Thanks for Hi. coming back. Or if it's your first time, thanks. <laughs> you found um, us. <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, to start it off, I have a cocktail corner recipe. Kaisa's cocktails. I feel like we need um, to come up with like a little jingle for it. We do. We really do. We oh do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one's called the Maddox Fizz. Um, in support of Ariana's new cocktail recipe book that we're really excited about. Um, and pre-ordered. And <laughs> pre-ordered. Um, so it's basically just Prosecco and pureed berries and fruits. Mine has um, pineapple, strawberry, blueberry, I think. Yum. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. You need that palate cleanser after last time. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. But we dug into some heavy shit. We did. the So we'll start with a dark topic. And then we'll end on a light note. Yeah, I feel like so. we go from like dark serious to light petty <laughs> bullshit. We're just obsessed with all the drama, basically. Yeah. We hate it in our own lives, but in other people's we're down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Is what it is. We're not in high school anymore. No. 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 But no. we love it. Um, I love it. So there was some new information that came out about the BTK killer, which we were really interested in. I can't believe that stuff's still coming out. Also, fun fact, I didn't realize until I looked it up, is that, have you seen Mindhunter? Mm-hmm. You know how they talk about BTK during it? Yeah, I didn't realize that like all the clips they do before they actually dive into the episode, like before the theme comes on, like the intro to the show, yeah. the little intro clip beforehand. That's like the origin of BTK. Really? Yeah. So I did not uh, know that. Oh, fun. I finally found. Brought also, in that fun show fact. is amazing. Yeah. Too bad. It got <laughs> too expensive. It's so sad. <sighs> it's like, um. Did you ever watch the show Rome on HBO? Mm-mm. It only had two seasons and um, it got canceled because it got too expensive. And that really hot, like Irish doctor from Grey's Anatomy was on it. Man, I know. I don't get it because it had like Mindhunter had a huge following. So you would think they would have the budget. It just got too expensive for net. I mean, Netflix has so many shows, but I don't know. Who knows? To a different network. Oh, oh man. No. Seriously, yeah. Take a take a good <laughs> swig of that for what we're about Big to old talk gulp. about. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, so I feel like we all know the BTK killer, but if not, do you have some of the history of that? I know it stands for bind, torture, kill. Yes. Which is what he named himself. Correct. And also pretty much led the police on a wild goose chase um, throughout the 70s. Yeah. Um, he his name's Dennis Rader. Um, he murdered 10 people in Wichita and Park City, Kansas, between 1974 and 1991. He sent essentially like taunting letters to the police and media outlets describing his crimes and now at the ripe old age of 78, he is the prime suspect in two unsolved murders, according to um, Osage County Sheriff's Office in Oklahoma. And he's already in prison for yeah. murders. So for all he, the murders. Uh, and he was a really creepy guy. Like he would do really awful things to his victims, like mess with them before he killed them. Um he loved to strangle people. Mm-hmm. Um, he also loved to like and like harass them basically before he murdered them, which is so horrible. It's all so horrible. Yeah, but he's also like textbook serial killer. So when 
if you watch Mindhunter, it goes all into like the behavioral sciences behind serial killers. And so a part of that is looking back to the childhood of these people. And he um, said that like when he was younger, he killed animals and developed violent sexual fantasies that involved bondage. And then after serving in the U.S. Air Force in the 60s, he returned to Wichita. Got ma- he, So he was married and he had kids as well. So he kind of like had a cover. Um, and then he kind of just started, he committed his first murder in 1974. He strangled mm-hmm. four family members, including two children in Wichita in With their, their homes. Yep. They found his bodily fluids at the scene however you know at the time it's the 70s they don't necessarily have the technology to figure out that it was him they did realize though that like no one had been sexually assaulted at that and um but like kaisa said you know he bound tortured and killed them so he did play with all these people and then over the next two decades he killed five more women and then his sixth victim was strangled in 1977 um, and after he locked her three young children in the bathroom of her home. So it's it's just so crazy to think he was able to do this over three decades. And he often and he, like, wanted yeah. to get caught. He was sending in oh, letter, those letters saying, like, I did it. Did it, like, claiming responsibility and giving details of each murder that no one could know unless they did it so they knew the guy who's writing these letters was the murderer and they it took him a while to catch him so yeah and i mean it really came through in 2004 it was the 30th anniversary of the first murders and a local paper had done a feature which speculated that btk had either died or been imprisoned already obviously Raider loved the attention and was pissed off that people had it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so he uh, was sending packages to the media or left items around Wichita. Um, he used cereal boxes a lot, um, which some people have speculated was to refer to like being a serial killer. And um, he would hold drawings for like crime souvenirs, including photographs, written descriptions of the murder, even dolls posed to mimic the various deaths. And then it wasn't until 2005 when police received a break um, after they recovered a cereal box that included a note, um, which Raider asked police whether they would be able to trace a floppy disk that he wanted to send them. Um, so they were able to yeah, get him so. to send a disc. Yeah. And they were able to trace it to a church where he served as president of the congregation. And then his DNA, because now we're in 2005, they were able to match his DNA to the bodily fluids that were found at the first crime scene. So he was finally arrested and he then pled guilty. And two months later, he um, was sentenced to 10 consecutive life terms. So the guy's already in prison. Guy's for- in prison. It's Lots weird because, yeah, he lived just like every serial killer we yeah. talk about. He lived a pretty normal life. Like, there were some weird quirks people noticed. But, he, yeah, he went to church. He worked. He was a scout leader, like, very organized. He was a little bit of a stickler for rules. So it sounds like he was really careful when he was sending in those artifacts. Um, but DNA got him. Yeah. And now with the DNA, you know, they're trying to figure out these two unsolved murders. And, you know, the search for them was sparked in by this 1976 missing persons case of cynthia don kinney in Mm -hmm. oklahoma so and they had a a uh three-hour interview recently with him um Mm -hmm. in the correctional facility and he actually he just told all the details of um nearly a dozen horrific murders he had committed and um, before he left, he dropped this little thing about how he had a fantasy of abducting a woman from a laundromat, um, and he never got to act out his fantasy. Oh, poor um, him. But there was a missing woman who actually disappeared from a laundromat, and that was um, that was Cynthia Kinney. So, um, 
So right now they are testing DNA to see. Well, actually, was her body found? I can't. I couldn't find notes on that. I don't think her body was found, but another woman's mm-hmm. remains were found. Um, Shauna Beth Garber. Mm-hmm. Um, she was 22 when she went missing, and her body was found um, in Langen. I'm probably going to get that wrong. <laughs> um, so he's the primary suspect of both of them. Really sad about Cynthia. She was only 16 when she yeah. went missing. That's so young and awful. Um it is so, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but it's just so great to see how technology is being used for good here mm-hmm. rather than evil in a lot of ways that we've seen. Um, yes. So it's awesome that they're able to do all this like DNA testing and matching to really be able to like bring justice to these families who have lost these people or never really knew. I can't imagine what it'd be like to have someone I know go missing and then you never find out what happened to them yeah it would be so horrifying um they also so another thing that led them to him uh, as a suspect for these two murders was that um he had diary entries that were around the same time of Cynthia Kinney going missing and it was titled bad wash day on his journal entry and it was actually about it went into detail about kidnapping a girl from a laundromat um that's a little too close for comfort (laughs) it was like around the date she went missing so and then polaroids were found in his diary that had photos of things that likely belonged to shauna garber Mm -hmm. like the the, there was a red blanket that was missing um i think it was found with her body but i could be wrong um but it was in the photo in his diary so um that's a huge connection Mm -hmm. um and the t- this week, the detectives went back to Dennis's house in Park City, Kansas, and found a hidey hole <laughs> that contained personal items that will all be tested for DNA, um, including pantyhose that were tied in a knot consistent with how he tied knots for his victims. So Can we just flag dark. every house that has a hidey hole, please? Yeah. Like. <laughs> can we also can we just check out every person that has like creepy glasses and a creepy mustache because i feel like every serial killer yeah and while like, we're on things. it can we also come up with a better term for hidey hole <laughs> <laughs> i can't take it seriously i mean i know that was an okay. article i read hidey hole like, hidey hole yeah <laughs> like hidey hole ranger jill or like <laughs> I really don't like that hidey in closet like sorry all reference that's way better Heidi and closet is the best but yeah seriously <laughs> Heidi hydrates um but yeah it's I think we need to really start flagging people who do these things I think we um, need to flag men who have who go by their mustache. first middle yes that mustache who go by their first middle and last name for real <laughs> that's so true um wait one more thing yes he was like bragging about every murder he did and this one he didn't brag about Mm. he didn't admit to so i don't know maybe it didn't go as planned he's like such a gross maybe he didn't want an 11th life sentence i think he doesn't care at this point he just likes to take credit for it so like it maybe it didn't live up to his fantasy who knows maybe it's pretty gross but he was known for collecting pieces of from the scenes of his killings so he like the pantyhose might have been we'll see when they dna we'll see yeah i know this is gonna be a good one to keep following up on especially i mean he's so prolific i know in all the bad ways and (sighs) yeah i mean i wish we were able to i bet i need to watch a documentary or something on him i've watched um have you watched the ones on netflix that's like the missing tapes series they've done no okay i'm gonna i'll link them somewhere we're still figuring out how to use all this fun stuff for us but so i guess recommended um there are these like missing tapes episode uh series on netflix and they've done ted bundy they've done john wayne gacy is it the interviews with them like yeah they somehow okay yeah so it's like they somehow are able to get these interviews and it's called the missing tapes 
or is it the lost tapes and i've just been calling it wrong this whole time i'm so sorry i mean close enough wait hold on no i'm trying to i'm trying to be good and i'm looking it up so i know i'm telling you the right thing ted bundy but seriously why does every serial killer have those creepy glasses and the mustache like yeah what i was looking through serial killers and they all have that it's so creepy oh it's called conversations with a killer sorry i am oh i think i have watched that actually i'm sorry guys i'm delulu there's a book called a serial killer's daughter that um is the daughter of the btk killer writing a book about it yeah and actually the idaho murderer he was like studying that for a bit and like we We need to talk about that too yeah we do sorry we were were low-key obsessed with that yeah but you're right he was he was like obsessed with btk yeah and following all that yeah no i think Mm -hmm. we need to because there's more stuff coming out about brian Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah this is going to be really interesting to see what comes up how many more cases they could possibly uncover or you know dive into based on all this dna i mean, I feel like this is now happening with so many other mm-hmm. serial killers too or you know missing persons report they're now able to like people are reopening them mm-hmm. getting better information i mean i don't know to me it seems like the 70s and 80s were like super corrupt too like, yeah inside yeah. the police force and it's like oh they there were, was this yeah. evidence and like you brought up last week last time it was like uh that police officer for gilgo mm-hmm. who retired was arrested and then they found out that like he was withholding so much info or like and the, the police, the whole team, police team like actually yeah. they were at parties that had sex workers attend and some of them were possibly the victims of the murderer they were investigating so there's like yeah. a lot of weird corruption slash overlap it's very strange but interesting if you can't tell we love this kind of stuff <laughs> we're obsessed <laughs> we're i mean we don't want people to get murdered no absolutely we're, not we're interested in the psyche behind it and all yeah exactly we get super details. into the psyche part yeah if only we went into that for a line of work we wouldn't have met though so <laughs> True. good thing we did what we did True. but alas should we talk about something a little bit brighter absolutely but possibly more chaotic <laughs> yes i'm into it definitely well, more chaotic more chaotic yeah <laughs> well we promised or alluded to it last time but we're finally going to dive into this season of real housewives of new york mm-hmm. um if you didn't know you should know by now that bravo decided to reboot the show with an entire new cast and there was a massive uproar because we were losing all of our favorites or the women you love to love and also love to hate um <laughs> if you realize i'm referring to ramona um ramona. i miss her but she was terrible she was so chaotic and very bad so bad um but i mean i'm really enjoying this new era i'm really enjoying the new women jenna lyons is mother i'm I'm obsessed with her i mother i love her yes and if you're not following us on instagram yet you should be we're at crime cocktails and bs we did a post a few weeks ago on five reasons why we are obsessed with this new season and one of them had to be just dedicated to (laughs) jenna lyons she is the be all end all she is fantastic (laughs) i would watch a show just with her I mean, so many people Honestly. are saying, like, I'd watch a show of Jenna in just her closet. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That and if poofy that, jacket. Oh my made. God, the poofy jacket. I know. <laughs> yeah. And if the name is sounding familiar or ringing any bells to you, she used to be the executive creative director and president of J. Crew until 2017 um, when she I was announced her departure. With J. Crew in high school. Me too. So. <laughs> I went to boarding school, so like J. Crew oh, yeah. was our dress code essentially. Oh my gosh! So Amazing. thank you, Jenna Lyons, for dressing me for so many years. <laughs> the cashmere sweaters, oh, everything. But yeah, um, I mean, so besides Jenna, though, um, 
You have Bryn Whitfield, who I would say I would actually backtracking. I would have said after the first few episodes, she might be the most polarizing cast member. However, I do not believe that anymore. That's my take. <laughs> I, I've loved her off the bat. One of us did not love her off the bat. <laughs> I feel like people have very extreme reactions to her. Okay, so first of all, this cast I love just because overall they're like fun and young and like energetic and just and they like, like each other fresh and they're actually front. Yeah, like there's there's actual connections it's there. Very they different. didn't. They weren't just becoming friends for the show. Yeah, like other, other seasons have Jessel. Jessel. Well, I mean, honestly. Okay, we can dive into that later. But Bryn, Bryn, bringing it back to Bryn, I, I like her now. I think she might have some issues she needs to work on. Obviously, she brought that up. Mm-hmm. I think her energy is giving me like, it's just not authentic to me. Okay, it's kind of like. I don't know. I feel like she tries to push buttons, which is fun to watch. But yeah. like, I think if I knew her in real life, I wouldn't like. <laughs> okay, but she... she's really gorgeous and fun and like. So to me, she feels like the Sonia. Of I see that the group. I see that like crazy, yeah, like off the hinges. I yeah. like the fact that she's open and vulnerable with these girls, or she's trying to be. Yeah. I like the fact that she's respecting her inner child and allowing herself to do things that she wasn't able to as a kid. Yeah, like, I love her sex positivity. I love yes. all of that. It's fun. But yeah, I do see, I do agree with you that sometimes she kind of comes up off like she's maybe playing something up for the show or like she knows the, you know, the equation that's needed to make a good show. Mm-hmm. so like either fine. pushing buttons or you know stuff like that but you know there's something about her that I find refreshing and I enjoy about her like she showed up to Aaron's uh anniversary party stoned which is why she had her sunglasses was that the anniversary party Wait, no I not the anniversary party I'm sorry she showed up to Jessel's party where she was in the white dress she was stoned and she had her sunglasses on and she was like <laughs> Everyone was like, why do you have your sunglasses on? She was like, little stony baloney. I loved it. Stony baloney. Okay. Um, I do like her. <laughs> she rubbed me the wrong way at first. And then like totally. when she got a little bit more real with the like childhood, which is horrible, by the way, like sounds so awful. Yeah. Um, she went through a lot of trauma. But I do think like the like absurd flirting. Oh my god, yeah, with Aaron's a little husband. Bit too much, but yeah. That was like a total yeah. cringe fest. And then she yeah. had to come out and be like, I'm friends with these people. Like they know I'm joking. That's right. where and I, I see that. the Sonia is... in her, though, is like yeah. Sonia Morgan is 100 percent that girl. Like she would do that at a party. Yeah. That's someone's if anniversary. She'd go up to the soon. Hit me yeah, up. Yeah, hit me like... up. It's like, don't <laughs> don't make a mistake and say Bryn up there, like. I also kind of laughed though at the same time because I'm like this is like secondhand embarrassment. Uh-huh. But I mean, she brings something to the show that I think is necessary with like her, like she's young, she's fun, and she, like, also- she does cause drama. She stirs the pot a little bit, which is good. Like yeah. I think we needed that. If she was she weren't in this cast, it would be really boring. I think. Yeah, I agree. It'd be really boring. And like, I really enjoy Sai. I thought at first I was a little nervous being like, oh, she's an influencer, like a content creator. Like, is she going to just, I don't know. Like, I didn't know what I, what to expect. And at first I was kind of like, I don't know about her. Adore her. I like her. Yeah. I like her. She seems real. I'm yeah, like down she to does, earth. and so does Uba. I love Uba. I love Uba. When she's they were funny, when Bryn, she's so funny. I know when Bryn said, um, hand jobs are back. And Uba said, anything with a job in it, I don't want it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I love her. Um, she's so funny. Love... She says what's on her mind. She doesn't care. But then you also see, like, she's kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that about someone, you know, like, 
it doesn't seem like she's playing it up for the camera. It doesn't seem like she's, she seems like she's being authentic. Mm -hmm. And in the mid season trailer, you see, it looks to be a fight between her and Aaron. And I'm kind of like, how did she get to this point? She doesn't seem like someone who would like fly off the rails and start yelling or like jumping around. Cause it looks like they're on a boat and they're jumping around. I'm sorry. Probably a yacht. Mm -hmm. My bad. Um, (laughs) and she's like jumping around and yelling and i'm kind of like how what got uba to this point mm-hmm. yeah i'm curious well, but because she's so like light and yeah. i don't know i like aaron and Same. i know there's a lot of controversy around that like people don't really like her but i think she's great she's a little out of touch she thinks every, like the, the thing where she's like you haven't had caviar what oh, yeah. everyone's had caviar like yes we get it you're very rich but that's what we come here to see uh-huh. yeah exactly I, I mean, really like her I think she's I do too. gorgeous and smart and funny and I like her family and just yeah like I love how close-knit she is with her family like mm-hmm. that's nice to see on the show mm-hmm. and um I really I like the banter between her and her husband too I know like I find <laughs> them kind of like funny a lot of fun yeah yeah and then I love her obsession with shakshuka I know <laughs> I was like I need to eat some shakshuka sounds so, delicious funny enough i was like scrolling on my instagram and she was like here's my favorite breakfast to make and she like has a video of her making it and i was like it's shakshuka today <laughs> um yes. but yeah like even opening up her home to everyone so quickly on the show like all that having them there having all of them show up to her 10-year anniversary like just even inviting them and then you know being a true girl boss in that way of like, yes, even though she did get into a tiff with Jessel and it, their coffee talk didn't necessarily end well. She was still like, I think she, she rose was fine it. in that conversation. Yeah. That was Jessel being weird. Yeah. But I appreciated the fact that she rose above it and still attended Jessel's event to support her. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like she could have absolutely been like, you know what? That didn't end well. I'm not going to go. And yeah, instead, she, she was like, I'm going to be the bigger person. Aside. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. seem to, like, take on the drama and, like, let it linger. She's just yeah. like. Exactly. Um, and then there's. Jessel. There's a I mean, lot of I think she's going to get kicked off for next season. I, she's boring. I would be surprised if she stayed on. The only reason why I think she might is if there's more drama around her or if she continues she to cause i know and that's so sad to, to say, say it, but like yeah. i don't know what's going on there it doesn't seem what's... good and usually when people get on real housewives there's like if it's already not a healthy marriage it usually yeah it usually brings a lot of stuff to light and i mean yeah let's be real here if you you haven't had sex with your partner in almost two years granted yes she had twins like I don't blame that, her if there's there might be medical I don't know Who knows? it looks like but... in the mid-season trailer she's trying to like spice it back up but you know it's that feels That's like a, a red flag sign. yeah and then I mean so much stuff has also come out about her because during that coffee chat with Aaron you know they met in Tribeca and she was saying like oh it's so up and coming here and Aaron's like it no it's is. it's here like <laughs> yeah. we are here She's like what are you talking about yeah and I do agree with Aaron like yeah she yes Aaron lives in Tribeca but it really is if you look it up it is the most expensive area of the city and it's a lot of people go there it's beautiful there's so mm-hmm. much food like there's so many restaurants there's so much to do over there it's like it's hip. a gorgeous location yeah it's not to hip. sound like an it's old lady fun. <laughs> and it's there it is here it's been here yeah she doesn't know what she's talking about and then the whole thing about her like I don't know she went to a private school so don't act like you worked your way up from nothing sorry well okay first of all she's British yes sometimes their humor's (laughs) a bit different yeah but you came to New York and then it came out that she like moved from Dallas to be on the show Mm mm-hmm so maybe like, you know what? Maybe she actually doesn't know anything about the city. She might not. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I couldn't believe the people she got to go to her event. Like all those Vogue editors and stuff, but I did laugh and it, yes, this may be petty, but welcome to petty corner. I don't care. Um, when all the girls are like, the wine is rancid. 
How did I miss that? That's so funny. You, oh my God, go back and watch it. It's so I need funny. To watch it. And they start being like, it's like she went and bought two buck Chuck and uh, Rin's like, Chuck. don't knock two buck Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. That's another point okay. for Bryn. I knew yeah. that was going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from I Wisconsin. love two buck <laughs> it doesn't even matter if you're gonna go to trader joe's you know you're gonna hit up the two buck chuck section i wish yes. mine did i live in boston and i cannot buy alcohol in trader joe's which is very sad oh oh yeah, yeah. it's oh not like gosh. california different laws man i know yeah i'm, but I'm thoroughly that enjoying that, that is a great brand line and i need to rewatch that actually there's a lot of good brand lines okay i have okay. to say yeah yeah I'm clearly an advocate for Bryn (laughs) she's growing on me my initial response was like she's the annoying one that's like a like a drama kid that I didn't like in college and like yeah it's okay it's okay okay. she's great I do think that what granted we love Jenna like love love Jenna Jenna. there's literally nothing wrong with Jenna but it seems like that gets under the girl's skin that jenna like, is coming so into this quirky but like that's what we love about her she's so weird and like i, I relate and her. so awkward and like she gets like uncomfortable in situations where she is actually so cool and she could just like feel confident but she's like awkward and weird and i love it I yeah love it. i love her personality i love just like granted she's not as open as the other girls like i I'm definitely that kind of friend who's like, I'm an open book. I'll be open with you. Like, I hope mm-hmm. you can feel comfortable and trust and feel like I'm trustworthy Yeah, and that you feel like you can be the same with me, but it doesn't necessarily feel like they're extending that to her. I think they say it a lot in their confessionals and interviews that they like want her to be open. They want her to tell them more. It makes but, sense with her like mom stuff and like, yeah, childhood. it makes sense with her mom stuff. It makes sense with how she essentially was like forced to come out. Like that yeah, wasn't really on her terms. Drama. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it makes sense, but it's interesting to see how in the mid season trailer, it looks like she possibly like didn't want to fly with the girls to wherever they went because it was, they were flying coach and she said she wouldn't fly coach. Like, and when they got together, um, she was like, I don't know. It's different than just like visiting. It's like a whole weekend. Like, that's so awkward. What if I say something wrong? Like she's very socially awkward yeah she's very socially awkward she's I, very I self-conscious it's cute <laughs> yeah i know i do too there's honestly there's so many redeeming with qualities. everyone more than me just, too like, the solo stuff yeah. yeah i agree i'm excited to see how this season continues to develop and i mean i want to see if any of my opinions on these women change i know it always does That's it always does i know we've talked about other franchises like i used to love erica on beverly hills now i can't stand her used to love vicky now i can't stand i don't Mm -hmm. vicky's vicky um and then you know like i mean we can go through all of them at this point i feel like we need (laughs) to do one where we rank our top 10 or top five change like every week but yeah yeah. i know but like well yeah because my top used to be bethany i know top slot is open for business right now yeah i mean we covered that last week but i mean speaking of bethany ariana's come out and given us her response her response to the whole rachel bethany debacle interview which was just so if you haven't listened to our last episode go back and listen we give you a full spiel on how we really feel about that we got a little heated it's okay but that's the fun part about it it is it is yes but yeah so ariana came out finally told us how she's really feeling about this which you know what i give her a lot of credit for speaking out um i think when scandal broke she really had no choice but to be like living in it and dealing with it and then finally i mean yes granted she finally spoke about it in the finale like when she went on watch what happens live after the finale of the show but i think she's doing it in such a graceful way she really is she could absolutely go the fuck off if, if she wanted that, to. that happened to me publicly lord help us like i would be <laughs> i would be like drunk throwing things and like screaming like i don't know how she's keeping it together but she's yeah. handling it gracefully and i'm great. pretty sure i would be like 
in shock, numb, sitting on my couch just watching, I don't know, Gilmore Girls for like eating chocolate. Actually, I probably watched Pride and Prejudice on repeat for oh like two weeks eating. Yes, eating loads of chocolate, which reminds me, I need to tell Colin to pick up some chocolate on his way home from work. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, yeah. So she went on shenanigans. She knows podcasts, which I, I'm actually loving and I never listened to really before, but I'm I didn't get into, into her podcast until Scandaball broke. And same thing with Lala's. And I same. love both. And you know mm-hmm. who else has a really good one is Kristen. Oop, is I agree. Kristen except the recent ones are kind of boring. So like recapping Vanderpump, but like, I like, I like them all. It's yeah. so interesting. And it's good to hear like their side. They're so like close to it. It's interesting to get their Yeah. And like. Granted, we're going to talk about Ariana's response, but Kristen came out and spoke about um, some portions that uh, Raquel, Rachel said that included her. Um, Stassi came out and talked about it. So like everyone's really sharing their opinion. Mm-hmm. No one's really holding back. I mean, crazy amount of Bravo celebrities have come out. I mean, even Kyle from Summerhouse had an opinion, like <laughs> everyone and their mom has an opinion on this right at this point but really the only opinion we care about is ariana's because it's really what happened to her okay and full disclosure and dane reminded me of this is <laughs> like two seasons back i was like ariana's annoying and i like didn't like her for a while yeah but i feel like the way she's dealt with this and like seeing her in the last two seasons i've really liked her and mm-hmm. like especially after this and how she's like really just thriving after yeah. some shitty guy like and handled it over so publicly. gracefully yeah, yeah. like like we like were just saying man. how we would handle it I could not oh my god her and her He's new hot. boyfriend are they She's are like the cutest freaking couple yeah. did you see his Instagram or maybe it was the his date. TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, like the two of them so together. And he's like putting on her matching Nikes. And I'm like, oh, he went in so the cute. airport like, and picked going, her up. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. I'm like, we're going in out tears. For a second dinner, fancy dinner. Yeah, like, I know. So cute. I'm like, this is so cute. I feel like we need to have Dane and Colin sit and watch that and be like, don't be like, this is, this is, this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's like those um TikToks where the girl, like the guy comes home and the girl hands him like a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> and then like pushes him back out the door and has him come back I'm in like, and she's oh, like oh thank you yeah <laughs> maybe I need to do that no Colin's great and so is Dane I mean yeah we, we're both very fortunate in that way but um yeah <laughs> anyway Ariana yes she's she a queen absolutely um, thriving she has traded up absolutely the man isn't even part like she's just thriving otherwise like opening the store and like her book and like I, I'm obsessed that she published that book without tom when it was like their collaborative project and she's like fuck you single girl cocktails like i know i cannot wait for it it's gonna be so good yeah um we'll definitely be featuring those cocktails oh yeah yeah oh yeah that'll be be our cocktail for Mm -hmm. the next the next like 10 episodes um but okay so this interview she kept it really cool Mm -hmm. she did not go off she actually was like very supportive of Rachel like she's like good for her for speaking out like it had to happen she was gonna do it anyway like good for her she was like actually Bethany was the one that pissed me off the most yeah by pretending she knew me and knew what was happening and like saying she forgave Tom and she was like actually I did not and we are not cool yeah I mean Um, they're still in the house together and they're still not talking why hasn't Tom left? Everyone's asking why she hasn't left. Like, why hasn't Tom left? Yeah, why hasn't Tom left? I mean, even also, Rachel said that she gave Tom her keys to her apartment when she was away, and he still chose to stay in the house. Well, according to her, of, there's some legal stuff, especially in California. If you like, do oh, yeah. leave your property, like it can be claimed by. I think one party could claim it. So there is like this weird. Yeah legal thing that's probably happening where neither of them wants to leave because then they could lose it mm-hmm. so there is that and I get that but like everyone's like why hasn't Ariana left like why don't you attack Tom he's the piece of shit here yeah exactly <laughs> and I mean you know she Ariana came out and even said like it's impacted her mental health a lot like she doesn't think there's anything wrong or bad with 
Rachel going on and doing this interview, like it makes sense to her, but you know, there's some things that made her really sad and angry, which was like the, the fact that thing. Rachel, the friendship thing. And the fact that Rachel is still believing these things that were told to her and not necessarily mm-hmm. like thinking it through or, you know, questioning those things. Yeah. You know, she's still, even though in the interview with Bethany, she said like through her um, treatment, she realized that she wasn't in love with Tom and that she didn't think Tom was in love with her, that she is a love addict. And, you know, she said she confused the in- the intensity of it with intimacy. But the okay, fact- I get that, like, but take some ownership. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Take some accountability, take some ownership. And like you said, I really think that Ariana really took this in stride and, you know, it's like, yeah, Bethany doesn't calm. know what she's talking about in this. Like, she doesn't did know you, Ariana. She doesn't did know. You listen to her like recap podcast she just put out, where she was like, like basically, fuck all you haters. Like, yeah, don't try to say I'm not paying her. I am. Like, she went. I just like can't that. believe she felt the need to come out with like a recap episode saying all that, and then to also she comments back everyone she can't comments. handle it she can't she handle, handle it, it. Yeah. it's like what's the point of dealing with this like everyone's gonna have haters if you put stuff out there like i i'm sorry if this is gonna be like breaking to anyone out here but like not everyone's gonna like you but yeah. that's a part of life like especially it's when just, you're it is what it is people yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so sorry. i mean i don't know what she thought was gonna happen like you're having someone very controversial come on to your show that you're choosing to have come on to your show and like you're not expecting to have people be pissed off about it yeah like yeah. she should be happy that's the only thing ariana said about her was that she was more she's angry so at her and that's like you don't fucking know what you're talking about like you're yeah, lucky she's like, just like don't speak for me she was like don't say that i forgave tom because i didn't and we are not okay and like excuse me lady what do you know like yeah this just is when i want to be like Vanderbump. yeah it's like do your homework actually maybe watch the show first before right. you go and talk about something but yeah I mean, she it- talked about that too she's like i'm not gonna watch 700 hours of episodes i'm like well then don't girl have- it's not hard also yeah we do it every day we've done it (laughs) but then don't have someone on your show and act like you know what's happening like yeah speak for other people whatever exactly yeah it's yeah ariana is just like doing great and i'm happy for her me too and i don't know i'm i'm just glad she's not like it seems like she's more hateful towards tom than rachel and she just thinks rachel's struggling mentally which we all do So, like, I'm really glad that she's talking about that because I do think it's more Tom's issue. I do, too. I'm excited to see how this new season pans out Mm -hmm. and um, also knowing that Sandoval is also on some other reality show where he's, like, competing against Jojo Siwa and (laughs) other people. It's like... Okay, like I, Tom. we'll probably watch it. Let's be real, though. I think we're gonna have to, unfortunately. Well, yeah, it's gonna be we'll homework, see. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Anything to recommend to our lovely listeners, Kaiza? Honestly, I don't know. My <laughs> life has been like Dane's been gone for two weeks, so my life has been just I don't know, dogs and hurricanes and work. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I don't really have much. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I am in Boston and Kaisa's in San Diego, <laughs> also known as a whale's vagina. <laughs> so I had to. I'm a sorry. Whale's vagina. <laughs> I had. So sorry. <laughs> but yeah. It. So um, when Hurricane Hillary was happening, Kaisa was like, I'm so, I don't know what to do. <laughs> was alone and, I, and then nothing yeah, happened dane was her husband was away and so kaisa also has like three dogs and a cat and they're two like cats. The, two cats two cats <laughs> where have you been the other one we've they been don't friends get a lot for of social two, media time they're secretive friends for over two years oh, well, one of them came with out. dane <laughs> um 
Yeah. This is new information. Not be dogs, new information. Well, <laughs> I'm honestly like so upset about this right now. <laughs> Did not know. It's really too oh, much. So I feel like a terrible friend. Tracker. I didn't know about the second cat. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. The dogs really take the spotlight. So. <laughs> well, they look like a band. Yeah, they do. They're they so like cute. I'm obsessed band. with them. But anyway, it's a lot one. for one person to take care of them. Anyway. Yeah. And then when you have like a hurricane warning when Southern California hasn't had a hurricane in 84 years, it's like, <laughs> so I was pretty much texting with Kaiza for the entire time. Like, Not like we okay? don't already. Like, it's drizzling. I was like, are you okay? I'm like, remember to have batteries. Nothing happened. But thank you for giving me the tips because I was prepared. My well, fridge could... is still filled with like tons of cups of water. Okay. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, um, honestly, it was just repaying you for being there for me during all my crazy shit. So thanks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. Um, we're here for each other. We we well, each other. If we're not, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think anything I could recommend. Oh, you know what? I've been watching. It's so stupid, but I love it. What? Is if you love Rick and Morty, you'd probably love Solar Opposites on Hulu. Wait, wait. So one of my really good friends, Jake, he made me. We got stuck inside in New Mexico when we went on a trip recently. Yeah, and we watched like all of the episodes while we did puzzles. I love it. Was it. a giant storm, and we, I loved it. It's so good. I got so into it. <laughs> and I don't oh. really like like animated stuff, but that was good. Oh, see, like, my comfort show is Family Guy. Okay, I love Family Guy. So, and not just because I'm from Rhode Island and the accent's comforting, but (laughs) um, it just is. So, sometimes I, like, need to find a new show. And for some reason, like, adult animated comedy is, like, my comfort zone. It's a great, yeah. So, while I was away for work, I, like, needed something to watch. And I put it on. I kid you not, I was just sitting laughing my ass off in bed. It's so good. So good. So it's about these aliens who like leave their planet and land on uh, Earth. Yeah, because that's what our planet's called. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was about to say California and I'm like, but that's not the planet. Um, (laughs) So um, it's just so funny. I love it. It It's so so funny. Like so good. I love the pupa. Yeah, like that little up. thing that's like their Crawling pet around. but it's gonna eat them it's like they I like it. abandon it basically it's so, so cute i love it it's such a good show i wish like the pupa reminds me of bori which is my dog and just like how ridiculous it gets i'm like this is Boring. so good so yeah i recommend that 100 yes. percent. and i'm finishing this book it's called ninth house it's about this Ooh. girl alex that's not why i like it um <laughs> But it's about this girl, Alex, who um gets brought on to Yale, gets brought to Yale as a student, not because she applied right. It's like you find out how she gets there. Um, and she, you know how Yale has all those secret societies. Mm-hmm. So she gets brought in to like be a part of one because she can see ghosts. Cool. Yeah, and so she has to follow like all these murders and like all this kind of crazy stuff. Ooh. But um, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's really good. I highly recommend it if anyone great. needs a read. I have like a stack of books on my bedside table. It's bad, so I'm to, trying like, to knock them out. To reading, I've put it off too long. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. <laughs> what are you gonna do anyway? What are you gonna do? Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. It's been real. It's been fun. So fun. Thank you. And uh, please uh, give us a five-star rating. Yes. Please follow us. Great comment. Um, Kaiza, Kaiza brought up a great thing. She wants us to start reading comments and reviews and stuff. So we'll start doing that once we start getting them. So please I do have feel free. one we could <gasps> read. You want to read it? I think it's from my sister. <laughs> Oh, so it might be a little biased, but you know what? No, sisters <laughs> will be brutally honest. Um, so I or at least mine is. It. My sister will tell me I stink from a mile away. So, um, good. let's see if I can find the review. We might need to read it next time. Yes, okay. Oh, it says amazing. Oh, wait, 
Oh, you know what? We have two reviews. We do? We do. Oh my so God. the first one is my sister. That's fine. Living, laughing, loving the pod. Oh. Can't wait for more. The hosts are fun. Fun, funny, and informative, yet casual, like hanging out with friends. Oh. And the second one, should we save for next time? Or do we No, want to read, read it. I'm so excited. Okay. I didn't know we had another one. Happy to find you. Amazing convo of a very interesting and disturbing crime story and the dirt I love to hear about. I'll be looking forward to your next podcast. Wait, what, what, what was that on? That was on Spotify. Oh my God, I'm going to go look at it now. Oh, I'm so excited. Wait, no, it's on oh. Apple Podcasts. Oh, well, whoever wrote that, thank you. So nice. Thank I'm you. Cry. I'm so excited. I have an thank idea you. of who it might be, but i'm not sure no, it's anonymous yeah. we don't know yeah. oh i might cry that was really sweet thank know, you that was cool yeah so we if need you wanna, more yeah so if you want to make me cry for real please keep commenting <laughs> those five-star reviews oh as we I get drunk it. and talk about fun things and scary things because what's life without some bs and, and follow us cry. on instagram at crime cocktails <laughs> and bs and we may start a tiktok because you know that's what all the cool kids do uh, we have so, to, we have, we have to. to. So again, thanks for listening and hope to hear, or, you know, see you again, hear us again, whatever it is. Sorry. I'm like so obsessed with the fact that people are reviewing us. Anyway. I know me too. Right. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.